Welcome to MoFo Perspectives, a podcast by Morris and Forster, where we share the perspectives of our clients, colleagues, subject matter experts, and lawyers. Welcome to MoFo's ESG Pathways podcast series. I'm Marsha Ellis, Global Chair of MoFo's Private Equity Group. In 2022, we surveyed 100 Asia-headquartered general partners with AUM of more than $1 billion to gain their insights on how ESG considerations are impacting their investments and the market. Our survey shows that many Asia fund managers have ESG policies in place, but that these may not be embedded in operations and decision-making. This is potentially dangerous as Asia fund managers will increasingly be at risk of accusations of greenwashing. In this podcast, MoFo partners Vivian Yu and Matthew Dunlap will explore the lessons that Asia fund managers should learn from their European and U.S. counterparts to avoid accusations of greenwashing. Hi, Vivian. Let's jump right in. One of the statistics that jumps out to me from our Asia Fund's ESG survey is that 95% of GPs conceded that greenwashing has never been raised about their company or funds, which quite frankly, I think is a pretty shocking figure. In your experience, to what extent is greenwashing being discussed in Asia? It is certainly being discussed. The regulators are very aware of the issue, but at the moment, they're more focused on establishing the disclosure and reporting frameworks. So, for example, in Hong Kong, the SFC has issued guidance to management companies of unit trusts and mutual funds on enhanced ESG disclosures, with a view to making ESG disclosures more transparent, comparable, and consistent to reduce the risk of greenwashing. In Hong Kong and Singapore, the regulators are requiring listed companies to make ESG disclosures based on the TCFD recommendations. That's pretty interesting, Vivian, because that's also the same framework that the US and the UK is using for their ESG disclosure regimes. So it's good to see that there's coalescing around a common framework. Yes. So Hong Kong and Singapore are adopting the TCFD recommendations, although this does not apply across the board in all jurisdictions in Asia. So some jurisdictions have their own disclosure standards. And I suppose this is one problem that we're seeing in Asia, where the disclosure framework is quite fragmented. At this point, warnings against greenwashing have been mentioned, but they are not yet very prominent. And also, we're not aware of any enforcement actions so far, at least in Hong Kong. However, as the standards become more established, I think you'll start to see the regulators stepping up on the narrative on greenwashing. So, Matthew, how does this compare to what you're seeing in Europe? In Europe, greenwashing is an extremely hot topic. Everyone from banks, corporates, funds, and investors are focusing intently on greenwashing risk, and public accusations of greenwashing are being lodged against such actors with pretty alarmingly increasing frequency. The primary driver, I think, behind this focus is Europe's first mover position when it comes to preparing and creating an ESG regulatory regime. Regulations continue to be implemented and fine-tuned in Europe in furtherance of the goals of the European Green Deal that was announced back in 2019. And against this backdrop, we are at the stage in Europe where there are fairly active dialogues amongst financial market participants to ensure that when, for instance, a fund is promoting a green or sustainable investment, that such investments are not green or sustainable in name only. 
I completely agree with your guidance for funds in Asia. It's spot on. So in Europe, we are transitioning out of a self-policing market dynamic to a regulator-enforced ESG regime. And this is due to the fact that, as I mentioned earlier, Europe it has been a first mover, and we're just kind of down the road a bit more on our ESG experience. I'd say three of the primary financial market regulations to focus on, and that I think other jurisdictions will be looking at to replicate, include the Sustainable Finance Disclosure Regulation, which regulates what information financial advisors and financial market participants such as funds, are required to disclose both at an entity and an investment product level. Then you've got the Corporate Sustainable Reporting Directive, which will impose corporate ESG disclosure requirements under new European sustainability reporting standards. And finally, you have the linchpin, which is the EU taxonomy, which sets out and identifies specific economic activities that are sustainable. And then in parallel to the EU, the UK is developing its own sustainability disclosure requirements. And even the US has gotten in on the act with the Securities and Exchange Commission proposing climate-related disclosure rules and tackling the mis-selling of investment opportunities as environmentally friendly. So prior to this kind of web of ESG regulations, corporates and funds essentially voluntarily integrated ESG into their operations and investment decisions. And this was primarily driven by end investor requirements and needs. So for funds, this has meant adopting rigorous pre-investment ESG due diligence and collection and monitoring of ESG data, such as greenhouse gas emissions. So Vivian, against this backdrop, 60% of GPs surveyed say they promote some investment activities as green. So how can funds that promote green or sustainable products mitigate greenwashing risks? Well, obviously, they need to have the due diligence and data collection and reporting policies in place to ensure that they are in strict compliance with the disclosure standards. But greenwashing risk is not a new risk. Greenwashing is about making sure that you're not making fraudulent or negligent misrepresentations. And I think that, as a general standard, has always been around and that has never changed. We hope that this short podcast has given you some insights into greenwashing, an area that is likely to become of greater concern to Asia-headquartered funds over the coming years. The MoFo Global team is here to help you with all aspects of your ESG journey, including advice, training, and insights. Contact us at esg at mofo.com. To learn more about the MoFo ESG Asia Funds Report, to take our online survey, which helps GPs benchmark their progress on their ESG journeys, or to listen to more editions of our ESG Pathways podcast series, visit our dedicated page on mofo.com. Thank you for listening. Please make sure to subscribe to the MoFo Perspectives podcast so you don't miss an episode. If you have any questions about what you heard today or would like more information on this topic, please visit mofo.com slash podcasts. Again, that's mofo, M-O-F-O dot com slash podcasts.